For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Welcome to the Sample Show. Great to have your company. My name is Andrew Hayes. Miles Fitzner is in as well, doing a very good job. Good stuff, Fitzy. Hello, mate. Mm. Hello to you, as yeah. always. I'm yeah. lo- loving the Sample Show. Thought I'd come back. Yeah, good. Thought you'd come back. We might have to make this somewhat of a permanent fixture. Let's we'll yeah. see what happens. Well, look, look I hope so. Put it that way. Watch this space. Time now to talk to uh, one of the absolute stalwarts of the Sample. He's been at it for a very, very long time. He's a premiership player. Fast approaching 200 games for the Bloods. Uh, we speak of, of course, Logan Hill. Good afternoon to you, Hilly. Hazy, how are you going, mate? I'm going very well, thanks, mate. Uh, importantly, how are you going? Because I think you've been playing now for the best part of maybe 20, 25 years. How is the body as you do get closer <laughs> to game number 200? <laughs> um, yeah, 15 years. Um, but, yeah, no, um, it's been an enjoyable uh, journey so far and... Uh, the body's definitely the body definitely understands that I'm in the, in my thirties now. As yeah, I'm not recovering as quick as I once did, but uh, yeah, I'm still loving it. And whilst I'm still loving it, I'll I'll keep um, keep tracking along. But before we talk about the season, can you just take us back to? I mean, I can't even tell you. Will you be able to tell us exactly what year it was when you when you broke your leg and you basically had to start again? And I, I, I dare say that at that time you probably would have been questioning what the future looked like. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, so I'm from Victoria um, and I've been playing in the VFL for a year and Andy Collins was my coach and he um, he got the job at West Adelaide um, the following year and he asked me to come over with him. So I came over in 2008 and I'd been here for a, a hot two minutes. Um, I think it was my fourth game into that year and I broke my leg, my, my tib and my fib and yeah, I missed the best part of a bit over two two years and... Uh, yeah, actually, I re- rehabilitated back home in, in Victoria. And, um, yeah, definitely, I suppose, questioned whether I'd, I'd come back because it was a long-term injury. But, you know, Westies were awesome. They helped me a lot um, with my recovery and, and put things in place to make sure that I, I felt comfortable over here. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super happy that I've, I've stayed the journey. Mate, can you take us through the pain of it? Do you remember? Did your body go straight into shock, or what was it like? Because it's a pretty horrific incident. Yeah, I'm I'm a bad cramper, and I initially thought it was only in the second quarter, and I thought oh, I'm already cramping, kind of thing. Um, and then when I looked down at my leg, my leg, <laughs> the bottom part of my leg was sideways, <laughs> and obviously I initially knew that it wasn't cramp, and. I actually, I tried to remove myself. I tried to get away from my ankle because I was like, that's not mine, that's not mine. And and then you come to the realisation that that's, you know, you've done something pretty serious. So I think initially it's shock. And then um, by the time the shock wears off, you've got the green stick in your mouth. And um, I think that's helping helping with the pain. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty painful. And then I remember that night, I got surgery at about midnight that night. Um, and I was only sort of, I was only just turned 19. And I remember um, mum flew over from Victoria and just managed to um, see me before I went into my, sur- in, went in for surgery. And um, yeah, it was all sort of, it was all sort of over pretty quickly. But yeah, it was pretty pay- painful in the moment for sure. 
Hilly Miles here, mate. Just tell us a bit about how long it took you to get back. Uh, I know a few people that Summit's taken two years. Summit can take just over 12 months. What was the, the rehab and how long did it take you to get back from that? Yeah, um, Miles, it was probably the best part of a bit over two years. I, I was out for a year and then when I tried to come back, we got stress fractures uh, around the break. So they, um, I had some rods and some screws in my legs. So they took the rods and the screws out. They thought that might have been causing the stress fractures. And so that got taken out and there was still some issues after that. Um, but yeah, once the stress fractures sort of healed up, I, yeah, I managed to play. But it was probably a good at least two years um, before I was able to play another game. Hilly, we'll talk now about the Bloods. The other week, you took it to the Bays and pretty close. So, win's not far away. How much does it hurt losing Carmichael? And how good was he? Uh, yeah, so it's the first part of that question. Oh, you know, that was probably our best game against Glenelg. We're really close. Um, it's very cliche of me to say this, but we are a very young group. Um, me being the outlier um, and John Beach and a few others um, that I won't throw under the bus, but yeah, I thought it was our best performance of the year. The boys, you know, we didn't have the best start, but they kept on chipping away. And I think that's the best thing about a young group. Um, they sort of just, they get on with the job. Like on a Monday night after a, a bad loss over the weekend, they just sort of get on with the job. And it's quite infectious to be around that. And um, it certainly helped me being around that young group because I can kind of stew over a loss for a while. Um, so that's one good thing about this young group. And, yeah, I feel like you're right, Miles. I don't think we're too far away um, from a from a win. In terms of Kami, yeah, it, what a story. Like, he was playing country footy 12 months ago, or six months ago, and he come and um, did a pre-season. He got some raw ability, like some real sort of um, natural talent. And, yeah, he um, had an amazing sort of first six games. I think after five games, he made the state team. And, um, yeah, he will definitely be a big loss for us, for sure. He was an attacking offensive midfielder. But it just, you know, like I said, with that younger group, it gives one of the younger boys an opportunity to come up, come in and and um, and play at league level. And, yeah, I feel like we are building in the right direction. I spoke to Josh over the weekend and he had a good first hit out for Collingwood's VFL team. And he said he was there yesterday um, at the Queen's birthday match against the D's, so um, yeah, he's, he's loving Melbourne, he said. Uh, describe his character, because we got yeah. to meet him. This is where I was going to go with this. And he worked in a bottle or something, <laughs> he's doesn't he? A very laid-back <laughs> young country kid. Very laid-back. Yeah, yeah hit, the, yeah, hit the nail on the head there, Hazy. He, um, he's a ripper. Like, he's what you, what you hear is what you get with um, Kami. Um, he's got a great personality. He's a great table tennis player. Um, he went out and well, I, I play a little bit of um, cricket in the summer and he came out and played a little bit of cricket for us. Um, and then he was too good for our league and he went and played some turf cricket. Um, so whatever, he, I think he went over to college in America and played a bit of basketball. So literally whatever, uh, you know, bat, ball, whatever he picks up, he's, he's pretty talented at. So, um, but the best thing about him is just a laid back sort of country kid and, I think um, heading to the big smoke and, and playing a bit of AFL, that's not going to change his character. He's um, Yeah, he's a ripper. And you mentioned before, Healy, you didn't want to throw some of those older blokes under the bus. So I will. You're talking about Tom Keogh and Hamish Hartley just to round out this <laughs> group of uh, elder statesmen. Um, Hammer in particular, how, how's he going and what's he brought to the group uh, coming off such a, 
a long AFL career with Port Adelaide. Yeah, he's been awesome. Um, probably hasn't played as many games as what he'd like to have played this year, but just his professionalism off the track, what he does you know, prior to every training session, um, his craft work before training, just his general knowledge out there on at training when we watch our reviews during the week, um, his ability to convey messages in a, in a fairly simple way to some of our younger boys who are probably sitting there going, I've got no idea what he's saying. Um, it's awesome. And yeah, I think he'll, he'll be, you know, once his playing career is done, he'll definitely be a great coach one day because he's able to build that rapport with um, with players from, you know, from with me to sort of 18-year-olds. So, yeah, he's been awesome. Hilly, 194 matches, 28 goals. Can you see in the twilight of your career just maybe sliding up forward and just uh, racking a few more of those up and just taking it pretty easy? <laughs> Have you got Gotchi's phone number, Miles? Um, <laughs> yeah, dear. Uh, yeah, I don't venture. I think as my career sort of gone on, I, I sort of started in the midfield, got out to the wing, went to sort of more of an attacking halfback there, and, and now I'm sort of lucky to be playing out of the goal square in the back line. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm getting further away from the goals, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just sort of enjoying it. I, it's it's not easy at the moment with my body. I am sort of, you know, it's... Um, I'm 34, so it's getting a little bit harder, but I'm still enjoying it. Once I'm there, I'm at training, I'm around those infectious sort of younger lads um, out on the training track. It's Yeah, it is really enjoyable, and I'm just sort of enjoying whatever time I've got left um, at the club. So, yeah. Hilly, one last quick one from me. I always like asking people from Norwood and West Adelaide, what the Rumble in the Tunnel game, you got any memories of uh, whereabouts were you uh, when it happened? Were you... Were you in the tunnel where you're playing, where you're in the stands. Always like asking people about that match. It's interesting, Miles. Um, I teach at Mercedes College, and, and Nathan Bassett is now our um, <laughs> sort of head of head of head of football. So when I when I met him the other day, I sort of said, "Hey, Nathan, I don't think we've met, but we've kind of you know been in close proximity <laughs> a few times." Um, we we didn't bring up the rumble in the tunnel, but uh, it was interesting. I remember we were the first team I played that day. We were the first team to go into the tunnel, and I was sort of I think I must have been near the front. Collo was at the back of us, and then directly behind Collo was the Norwood boys coming in. And um, there was obviously that incident, and we had got into the change rooms, and not one of the players were aware of what had happened. And to Collo's credit, and to his sort of professionalism and his ability to understand that there was a game to be played and he didn't want to take our minds off, off the game. He actually didn't bring up didn't bring up bring it up at half time. Wow. What was a little bit confusing was the Norwood I think it was the Norwood president or someone from the board actually came in and apologized at half time and we were none the wiser to <laughs> understand that why there was a Norwood president apologizing to our senior coach at half time. Anyway, we he didn't he didn't say anything about it, and then after the game is when we got told about it. So yeah, we actually had no idea until sort of post game. Oh wow, good memories. Hey, um, Healy, it's been really fun to catch up with you, mate. You've been such a good player for such a long time, and you've got plenty more football ahead of you if you want it, um, mate. Good luck this weekend against the Crows, and like we said, we feel like that your first win's pretty close. Thanks, Hazy. Cheers, Miles. There you go. What a uh, servant he's been. But how about that? It's a nice little bit of insight yeah, into well, the like, rumble in the tunnel. You sort of get that um, vibe that it was more the, the West Adelaide coaches and officials and then some of the Norwood players and coaches because they were following up the back. But uh, someone needs to actually do a, a like a, a feature. 
be a really good one for you for uh, for Channel 7 to go in and do a deep dive into, oh, I was here and blah, 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 and he grabbed him and he swung up because it was on. Okay. So then, so you tell me from your inner knowing, Tim Miles, <laughs> oh, who, who are we getting? If we're well, going to do a little documentary, got, who, who are the prime people that we uh, need to target well, to you speak? Got, you've got to start with Bass and Colo. There might be a <laughs> former Norwood captain that might be involved there <laughs> at some point. It makes me feel bad, though, talking to Hilly. 34, I'm 34. Mm. Uh, I gave up three years ago and I couldn't play. Yeah. Uh, and didn't do it. At, unbelievable. And it, you, your body, as you'd know, at 34, doesn't handle, and I'm, you know, he's 80 kilos still mm. running around. He's fit as a fiddle, but it's amazing when you look at it, you go, geez, they're fit, but it, it, the, the recovery you'd have to do at 34, unbelievable. Oh, he's just been so consistent. So this is a bloke who has just always been a good quality player. So like you mentioned, he's close to playing 200 games. He's won a couple of best and fairest, and he's a premiership player at West Adelaide. So when he does decide to retire, He's left one hell of a career at Sample level. It's and to do that after a broken leg early. Not many have big careers after mm. a broken tib and fib. Tib and fib, should I say? Like not many at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. Oh, it, yeah. it holds your career whole the whole way. So it's huge effort. And how about that as well? Uh, the incident. We asked him about the incident. Just sort of said, "I thought I had a cramp." Look down, the legs pointing the wrong way. Tried to get away from it. <laughs> like, yeah, no worries. Oh, goodness me. Hey, we're going to speak to Darren Chandler, the boss of The Sample, next. So keep it locked. You're listening to The Sample Show. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.